Hi, this is Larson Hicks, and welcome to my podcast, where I rant and rave about whatever it is I'm currently thinking about, and also occasionally bring in much smarter guests for longer conversations about topics they're passionate about. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to the Larson Hicks podcast video. I don't know. I always struggle with the name, but welcome. It's good to have you here. This is uh, this is a podcast uh, slash vlog where I just talk about whatever it is I'm thinking about. And uh, today, the topic is training your kids uh, for worship, training your kids in worship, uh, uh, you know, training your kids to worship. Um, it's really about teaching your kids to love worship. So. Um, just for some background, um, our church uh, here in Huntsville, Alabama, has a practice of keeping our kids in the worship service. And the, the rationale is, is that we believe that they are part of God's people. We want them to always view themselves as part of God's people. We don't want them to view worship as a thing that's only for adults. It's for them, too. And, um, and we want them to love worship. Um, I think that, that one of the reasons that kids fall away from the faith um, is that they don't have an identity in in the church, um, and um, and they don't love the things of the church, and they don't they don't love the the music and the teaching and the uh, worship of God, which is ultimately um, you know what is the chief end of man? It's to love God uh, and, and enjoy Him forever. It's to it's to worship God, um, and that's what we will be doing for um, all of eternity. If if you look at um, every picture we see of heaven, is a is a is a is our pictures of worship. Um, so, so if you don't like worship, uh, I don't care who, what age you are. Uh, it's time to start learning to to love it. Um, this is your calling as a uh, as a creature, um, and uh, and as a follower of of, uh, of God of Jesus. And so, um, to that end, there, this is a particular challenge uh, raising kids um, to love worship and, and, uh, and, and keeping kids in the worship service. The goal is not, um, to have perfectly stiff, um, obedient little, you know, um, two-year-olds and one-year-olds and, and three-year-olds in the chairs. Um, you know, the goal isn't to have them, you know, bring in their Greek, uh, New Testament and, and, uh, and, and be in there. Um, doing uh, doing heavy uh, uh, research and note taking, etc. Um, obviously, we, we want them engaged um, at at the level that they can engage in the worship service, which is actually um, in a lot of ways. So I think this is the thing that that people miss is if if the only thing that they can do is come and and sit and uh, be still while um, a sermon is being pe- uh, being preached for an hour. Um, that's that is a pretty heavy. Um, that's a that's a pretty tall order for a little guy um, or a little gal. Um, so, you know, that's we've at our church we've tried to to set it up to where the worship service. Uh, you know, we're considering the frame of the whole congregation, not just the adults, um, but the whole congregation, and it's a very interactive worship service. It's not attractional. You know, we're not we're not trying to put on a kid show. Um, we're not, I think that's a ditch uh, for, for trying to engage with the kids. You end up creating this crazy uh, entertainment thing uh, that I think is is uh, is not good for them. It's not good for their souls. It's just more of what they're getting on TV and 
and everywhere else they look. Um, we're calling them to, to, to ascend into the heavenlies with us and to stand before a holy God um, in, in joyful and reverent worship. And, uh, and so we want them to participate that in, uh, in that at the level that they can. Um, and so just to give kind of a couple of high-level tips um, and ideas to think about, uh, you know, one is that um, you've, you've got to have good, you know, the right expectations, right? And so I think um, understanding that there are different phases in kids' development and, and early on, there's not really much dad can do, um, right? Uh, he's not equipped to care for a baby the way that, that uh, mom is, right? And so, so early on, yeah, we want those babies, those little infants there with us in the service, but you know they're hungry and uh, they cry, and so mom needs to. Um, that's a phase where mom's mostly going to be the one who's able to to take them. Um, at our church, we have a little mom's room where they can nurse the babies and they can change diapers and uh, and and all of that. So I think that's kind of the early phase, and that's to be expected. Um, there's another phase where you know maybe just after that where where um, they're still little, but dad, it's it's more about um, you know, it's it's more about um, them falling asleep during the service and and somebody going and kind of rocking them to sleep or whatever. You know, that stuff dad can do. So if dad can help on that and give mom a break, that's awesome. Um, you know, I, I feel like I've spent, you know, I've been a dad now for 17 years, and I feel like I've spent, you know, our, our newest, uh, our youngest is uh, six months old. So. So I've spent the better part of 17 years um, in the back holding a baby, you know, who's 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 um, who's sleeping or needing to be um, held um, during a worship service. That's totally fine, normal in those in that early year or so. Um, somewhere in there, uh, they're at a point where where they have the physical capacity to make it through a worship service, um, and uh, and they might need help. They might need snacks. They might need you know, aids uh, like like a, like a coloring book or something to help them kind of um, sit still, right? Um, but the goal is not that hey, let's just turn our little row into preschool and and have you know break out all the colors and paints and and like all the toys and let's just set up you know this crazy um, play place in our in our row. Now our goal is that they're going to sit in the chair and they're going to learn how to sit still. Um, during this the sermon but but the more important thing to me and that's that's important that's a hard that's a skill and that takes work and we'll talk more about that but the most important thing to me is that they are fully engaged in the singing you know they're fully engaged in we say at our church amen after every song my kids can all do that my little tiny babies can do that they can say amen heartily and I want to look down and say okay here we go let's go let's say amen and they say it, and there's a big smile and lots of lots of joy. Um, my kids sing. You know, uh, we actually just heard our our, our six month old um, singing. Uh, she was she was making a joyful noise. It was definitely not the song we were singing, but she was participating. And we were all singing, and she started making a noise, and she knew that that's what's happening right now. So it doesn't. It's not something that we have to wait until they're 15 to start learning how to participate. Um, you know, there's service music that we sing every Sunday. So we sing the doxology, we sing a, 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 the same song every Sunday when we take up the, the offering. Those are songs that all of us have memorized. Um, 
and all of us can sing without a without a hymnal. And so that's something my kids can sing very loudly and very very boldly. And again, I'm standing right there going, "All right, here we go. Let's sing. You ready?" Um, we're also kneeling for confession. It's a wonderful opportunity for us to go, "Okay, now we're going to say I'm sorry to God. We're going to we're going to make things right with God and apologize for our sin. Um, let's get on our knees, right?" Um, now all of these things are weird and unusual uh, if they're only happening on Sunday, right? Um, and so that's probably the one of the biggest things to take away is it's not like Sunday is a surprise. Like we all know that Sunday mornings we worship God. And so, and, and that really is the apex. Um, it's, the, it's the climax of the week. It's the most important thing that happens every week. And so we, we can honor the Sabbath um, and keep it holy by preparing for it, by building up for it. And so um, in our homes, uh, we are singing those songs. Uh, our kids are not hearing those songs for the first time on Sunday. Um, and so our church, we, we try to send out early in the week, uh, middle of the week, sometime we try to send out the list of hymns that are going to be sung next Sunday. So families have an opportunity to kind of, to, to maybe if, if one's not familiar or just at, you know, for us, we're not a, a, a big, like, elaborate family worship kind of family. We're, we're a, let's sing a, a psalm or a hymn uh, uh, before or after um, dinner, and let's read a passage of scripture before or after dinner, um, have a discussion. Um, and that's kind of how, how we approach it, but it, there's an opportunity there. Um, with little ones, um, we've done this with some kids because we've really needed to. With others, we haven't needed to. But there have been, uh, you know, I started fatherhood with three little boys that were back to back to back. So it was, it was uh, basically thir- 12, 13 months apart, each of those first three boys. And so it was a really intense season where I had very wiggly, uh, very rambunctious little boys. Um, and sitting still in the worship service was not uh, a thing that they were super um, excited about or good at. And so... Uh, with them, we would have we would set aside times um, during the week in the evenings where we would practice sitting still and we'd say, "Okay, boys, we're going to put on a 15-minute you know podcast or 15-minute sermon, and I want you guys to practice sitting still and being quiet. and 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 maybe we give you a, a little uh, um, um, notepad to color on or something, but but we're going to keep it calm and and quiet." Um, and so um, we'd practice at home. So it's not the first time, Sunday morning's not the very first time they've ever been asked or the only time throughout the week they've ever been asked to sit still. That should be a, a muscle that we help them develop throughout the week. Um, in the actual worship service, you know, and again, um, one of the big takeaways of this whole thing should be that, that Sunday is not a standalone thing, that Sunday is a pattern for how we live our lives throughout the week. And, um, and, and part of the challenge you may be having if you're struggling to get through a worship service with your little ones is that you're, you're, um, you're not doing yourself any favors by preparing for Sunday uh, during the week. So that would be one thing. Um, the, uh, the, 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 the actual nuts and bolts of, of Sunday morning and something we're going to try to implement at our church is we had a separate room. We had the mom's room for nursing. We had a dad's room. Um, up, up when I lived in Idaho, we had a dad's room and it was a huge help to me as a young dad to have, we had the separate room 
that um, had the sermon piped in through through the magic of, of uh, modern uh, science. Um, they were able to get get the sermon down into this room. Um, but it was a room that just had tables with chairs and uh, all facing you know the board like a classroom. And uh, and I would go in there with my little one that was that was learning how to sit still in church. And they were struggling. They were wiggling too much. Couldn't sit still. Couldn't you know keep their hands off their sibling in the worship service. And so we'd get up uh, and and we'd say, hey, we're gonna go. We're gonna practice in the in the dad's room. And um, and then we'd sit there and I'd put the little guy on, on the table in front of me and and he'd lean against me and I'd sit in the chair or maybe put him in the chair next to me. Just say, let's practice folding our hands and sitting still and listening to the sermon. Um, and uh, let's give that a shot. And if if he's struggling uh, with with that, then uh, there's consequences. You know, th- this is you need to obey. And if you can't obey, then we're gonna go. You're gonna you're gonna get a spank. And so we we'd go into we had a separate room where I was able to go in and, and give him a little spank and say, hey, it's okay. Um, uh, you're all forgiven. And let's let's try again. We just need to sit still and not throw a fit and not not uh, fuss. Um, and again, as a as a parent, you've got to consider their frame. You know, I think your expectations have got to be reasonable. Um, if you've never enforced any of this, don't expect that overnight they're going to be perfect. Um, so set the bar at a level that they can hit. You know, don't set the bar at some ridiculous level that you know they're going to completely fail at. You know, we want our kids to succeed, and we want to celebrate with them when they do succeed and go, "Wow, you did a great job, bud. Way to go!" Um, but the whole service, you know, the whole service is is a teaching uh, for our kids. It's an opportunity for us to say. Hey, look at look at that. You know, we we have, when there's a baptism, I'm able to to grab my little ones and go. You see what's happening? Um, you did that. You were baptized too. Do you know that? You're. Why are they being baptized? Because they're be, they're they're God's putting His mark on them. They are becoming our brother or sister in Christ. Um, that happened to you too. And then when we have communion, um, you know, my belief is that is that when when. Uh, Paul in Corinthians tells us to discern the body. He's he keeps using that phrase body and blood, and he keeps um, um, he keeps referring to uh, the the congregation as uh, the body. Um, and so um, so w- when he says discern the body, I, I think he's he's talking about discerning the congregation, um, the 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 sin that was that was being um, that he was specifically addressing there was the sin of dividing. The congregation during the, during the uh, the um, the during communion, and having rich people go over here and poor people go over there or whatever, and he's saying you can't do that at, at the Lord's table. We're all one body, and so so when we're taking communion, I'm grabbing my little one and going, hey, you see him? He's a Christian just like you. He's baptized. He loves God. He's one of your brothers. You know, look over there. You see all of them, and and what is this? Who's who's whose body is this? Um, so it's all an opportunity to, to make it a, a fun uh, teaching opportunity for them. And, uh, and, um, and also, you know, a, another tip, I mean, I'm just kind of rapid fire jumping all over. I apologize. I don't have like structured notes. Um, but the other piece is, uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of bribery. You know, bribery for little kids is a wonderful tool. And I don't know when or where uh, this idea that, that I can't be satisfied as a parent with celebrating uh, a, a, my child's uh, development of some new skill. Um, 
uh, unless it is done with a, with completely pure motives, right? Um, but it's but that's ridiculous. Um, bribe your kids um, if you have to bribe them for their entire life to to um, to be obedient. Then yes, you failed. Um, and and the our goal, the aim of all of this is for them to grow to love God and to love His Word and to obey out of a sincere desire from their own heart. But little ones, um, you know, saying, hey, if you sit still through, if you if you participate um, and sing and kneel and say the amens and all that stuff, if you can you know, do a good job with that, then we'll, we'll let you color during the sermon. Um, and, and also, uh, halfway through the sermon, if you've been doing a good job and sitting still, we're going to pass a, we're going to pass some candy down the aisle. Everyone gets a little piece of candy. Um, I've seen church families that do that at the beginning, just it's, and, and so the kids are all looking forward to the sermon. They're, they're excited about the sermon cause they're going to get a little candy and they're going to get to, they're going to get to draw. Um, with the older ones, we're, we're starting to say, Hey, I want to, I want to talk to you about the service, the sermon after worship. And so, um, take some notes. Um, I've seen some churches who even say things like, Hey, the key word today, you know, in the sermon is going to be the word salvation and kids. I want you to count how many times I say the word salvation. And if you get it right, um, at the end of the service, I'll give you a candy. Um, and again, just a, just a way to try to get the kids listening and thinking, you know, and, and, and paying attention. Um, again, they're, they're, they're trying to get candy and they're paying attention and they're keyed in for the word salvation, but what are they also doing? They're also listening to every other word to hear if it's salvation or not. Um, and so they're they're listening uh, again at the level that they can. And so I just think um, we've got to we've got to go in with a realistic mindset, you know, about considering their frame, what they're able to do. We need to be preparing by practicing. Uh, we need to understand that there's different ages where they're able to get, they're going to be able to do these things um, at different levels. Um, and, and just the encouragement to mom and dad is, is it really is in the long run a very short period of time um, where th- that if you commit to investing in this time, um, it's, it gets easier and easier. There's a whole momentum thing that happens in big families where you train the first couple and the rest kind of follow by example. They just see, oh, all the other siblings are sitting still and paying attention. I guess I'll do that too. Um, you know, so um, that's part of it, um, but but uh, but really, you know, if you only have one, you know, truthfully, you're talking about a, a max probably of like a year of real hard work where you're saying, hey, we're gonna really get good at this and work on this, and then it's mostly just it's just fruit, and it's mostly just spot checking. You know, um, my I've got a four year old, um, and uh, well, three and a half year old. Uh, who, who had to get her first uh, discipline on Sunday, and 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 about that, you know, it, this isn't a big dramatic thing, and this is this should be true of how you discipline at home too. But but um, you know, she she was not she's not holding it together. She was throwing a fit during the service, was about to melt down, and and did melt down. It was embarrassing for me to say, okay, we're going, we're, we're you know, and, and I I you know grabbed her hand we started walking out and she's screaming no daddy <laughs> like hey everybody i'm the guy with the the kid who's losing their mind um but it, it's part of the work it's part of the work i'm proud of it i'm thankful for it um and i'm i'm uh and i'm i'm totally willing i would much rather have a kid 
make a little bit of a scene while I'm I'm on my way to go deal with it and teach her than uh, than to be the the parent who just keeps ignoring a kid who's who's out of control who can't who, who hasn't developed any ability to to sit down and focus you know um, uh, and, and and so when when we went out you know we ended up going out to the car because our current church doesn't have a great situation where I can go and 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 give a little quick spanking but it was very quick just hey girl it's okay you can't throw fit you can't fuss you need to sit still in your chair and obey your mama and and so quick spank and immediately hey you're all forgiven it's all good I love you let's go back to church okay you ready to obey ready to sit still yes sir okay great let's go and um, and just a little quick uh, attitude adjustment and just being consistent you know uh, different kids are different right I've, I've got some kids who were were really stubborn and it took a lot more you know be back and forth and back and forth and back and forth multiple times during a, a service um, and and those services those Sundays I got I got very little out of the sermon because that was that's the particularly challenging part um, but but it was an investment I was making in our family and in our the culture of our family and in my in my little one and training them to actually be able to sit still and participate in worship and uh, and not have to go be separate and entertained. Um, and, and maybe the last thing to say there is is if your kids, if the if the culture in the, the in your home is one of constant you know entertainment and stimulation through, through TV and and cartoons and stuff, you know, that that's gonna be a difficult thing for your kid to step into a, a situation where somebody's teaching uh, for for um, for a, a, an hour potentially. You know, at our church we have much much shorter sermons uh, because we view the whole worship service as being instructive and important, and so we allocate a lot more time to you know, preparation, you know, the, the call to worship, the confession, the exhortation, uh, communion. Um, and so there's a lot more uh, at prayer. You know, we spend a lot of time in our worship service in prayer. Um, and so so we allocate a lot more time to that. And that's all stuff that, that we're all basically participating in. Um, and therefore, the sermon ends up being more like 25 minutes or so. And so it's a, it's a lot less, uh, it's a lot less time to ask a kid to sit still. Um, but it is a challenge. Um, so I hope that that's helpful. Um, I'm sure I missed a lot of things, but but I know that there are people in our community, in our church community, who are who are in the trenches uh, and are are tr- struggling you know, to figure this out. And 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 I do believe we are going to be uh, creating some more resources in the form of a, a room for dads to go train their kids um, that that has the sermon audio in it. Um, but the goal is not, hey, just everyone has to stand up in the back, rocking kids and entertaining kids forever. Um, it, you know, the goal is that we're getting these kids trained up, you know, one by one, getting them back into the service, sitting still, um, and uh, and able to participate. So, hope that's helpful. If you have any questions, comments, uh, feel free to to uh, send me a message or or comment below. Um, And uh, we'll uh, see you next time. Cheers.